Unidentifiable flying object. UFO continues to be a mystery. Wasn't alone in space. Fighting the UFO. Something out there. Close enough to be observed. What could it be? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of UFO No, your break from the propaganda, the bad news, the political nonsense. Have a good time talking about fun topics like mutilations, cattle mutilations. I almost fucking forgot what we were talking about. Good Lord. Well, we're we're cruising. We're cruising. That's right. We are at about, what are we at? About 152,000 feet cruising good yeah clear skies baby beautiful thanks for joining the show everybody really appreciate it. as you can hear ed's here well yes hello what's up i didn't even give you your your the proper thing he's here holla <laughs> how you doing man i'm good i'm good i'm good, good. another episode oh yeah oh yeah man this i want to interesting yeah, it's going to be good. I want to remind everybody before we get into this thing, if you like the show, be sure to share this episode. Give a really nice review. It really helps a lot. Hit that subscribe button if you're listening on or if you're watching on YouTube or Rumble. Really, Rumble is the place to go. We got a lot of action going on over there, and it really helps me. It seems to be helping me a lot more than the YouTubes because I seem to get buried. Anyways, it helps a lot. Review share all that great stuff once again hit that subscribe button don't forget you can also donate at patreon.com slash ufo no podcast where you get no ads all my loyalty every single bit and we're adding a whole bunch of new stuff really really soon i promise it's a coming uh also make sure go get yourself some sweet merch i got the logo up there i got some other things like cosmic blue balls let's get abducted a holy cow one i'm going to be adding some new ones soon anyways that again helps uh support the show shirts are pretty cheap 25 bucks 30 bucks sweatshirts go up but everything's pretty affordable comparable to a lot of merch places so anyways really does help the show and then of course uh follow that uh Link in the show notes that leads you to everything where you can watch, listen, buy, and of course donate. Anyways, otherwise, I love each and every single one of you. Ed, let's get into this, man. Yes, let's get into it. Yes, happy topics like cattle mutilation. <laughs> like cattle mutilations. Oh yes, and I want to give a little bit of a disclaimer. I don't really give disclaimers because look, I don't really give a fuck. Um, I'm doing this uh, because I have fun doing it. And I figure, you know, like, uh, we're all adults. But this one is pretty brutal. Uh, we're talking about cattle mutilations, and it gets pretty graphic. And, look, I'm an animal lover. So while I was putting this together, some of these were like, ooh, 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 like a little, you know, made my heart a little squishy. And so uh, I thought... I better say a little something, because otherwise some of these might blindside people, and I don't want to do that. So anyways, if you uh, if you got a real soft spot for animals like I do, some of these things might hit you in a funny spot. But, uh, but anyways, it's worth knowing that these things exist. Look, cattle mutilations are real. It's something we haven't touched on a lot. Um, we talked about Skinwalker Ranch recently, but... We didn't really get into the cattle mutilation part of it a whole lot because it was so much. 
there was so much in Skinwalker Ranch that you can go down between the UFO sightings and what looks like portals on, on top of the cryptids that show up. Cattle mutilations was kind of like a side thing compared to a lot of these other shit that was going on. So didn't go a ton in the cattle mutilation. So that's why we figured um, I'd go into a whole bunch of other ones because Skinwalker Ranch, believe it or not, was just a blip in what was really going on. Um, and it goes way back. Um, so if you're not familiar with cattle mutilations, the basics are, it's what it sounds, cattle being mutilated. Uh, but what it comes down to is a lot of times the organs are missing. Um, there's very surgical precise injuries. So as opposed to like an animal attack or something like that, it seems very surgical in nature on top of some very odd smells like chemical smells, things like that. So it seems to be surgical in nature does not seem to be natural, but the questions are how far back does it really go and what, what's really doing it. So what might be the very first case of cattle mutilations was actually, uh, some sheep, so not even cattle, uh, in London, 1606. Damn. Dude, 1606 by James L., just James L., who claimed that whole slaughters of sheep happened uh, where nothing was taken from the sheep but their inward parts is what was described. So their internal organs were taken, no skin, no nothing like that. Wait, what year was this again? 1606. Uh, in... Where at? In this was didn't say where. Oh, it didn't? Nope. It just said Oh, London, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. Good old London. What what uh year was Jack the Ripper around? Ooh. Or any of those. Good question. Good question. I don't know. Let's let's ask the Oracle. Which is uh in this case I'm using Opera, by the way, as a browser I like. Um Jack the Ripper date they're gonna be like here's how you can date jack the ripper 1888 to 1891 okay so way before that yeah very interesting so yeah anyway 1606 london james l whole slaughters of sheep uh only the inward parts are taken uh but then you've got uh a whole bunch of other cases going from the 1800s to the 1900s into 2000s. I think one of the m- most recent ones we're going to look at is 2019. Um, but uh, the, yeah, I mean, the, everything from like a horse in Texas, a horse was found with uh, with surgically precise cuts, taking out its entire nervous system. The entire nervous system. That's nuts. Can doctors even do that to a human? I don't think so. Interesting. Can doctors remove? Can doctors remove an, a, a nervous system? I know they can work on it and like mend pieces. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I don't think you but could actually remove, remove it. it. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, drum roll. No. Please. No. No. Two medical students spent fifteen hundred hours dissecting. A nervous system dissecting one. So no, I seriously doubt that you can actually remove one. Can you surgically remove a nerve? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we know that. So I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. You cannot remove a nervous system. 
uh, with my limited amount of research that I just did. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty crazy. On top of the fact that it had its uh, face completely stripped to the bone. Um, I'm, and still, I'm still hung up on the nervous system thing. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's look. crazy. Like, what would happen if you, like, removed the nervous system out of something? Would it still live? It just wouldn't have any feeling? Yeah. In its body? Or I, what? I, I can't imagine you can live without one. Can a person live without? Sorry, I've got all these questions. No, I mean it's awesome. Let's let's look it up. I'm just a, a slow typer. Without the nervous system, our brain would be mush, 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 mush. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So anyway, so another, so, so let's get into, uh, that one's pretty vague, but that's because it's 1606. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a lot um, of years to hold and then story. that horse was just an example in Texas. Um, and a lot of these, you look, a lot of these are simply just hearsay. And then you have a body, you know, the bodies look weird. The injuries look peculiar, but w- what's really doing it? That's the whole question. Uh, what's really doing it? Alien government? Is it something weirder, deeper. Uh, but one of the first mutilations, again, not even cattle, it was a horse, um, that really brought the idea of mutilations, animal mutilations, into the public sphere <clears throat> was um, a horse named Lady. But in most cases, it was referred to as Snippy uh, due to a mistake by the press. So the story goes on September 9th, um, or September 27th, it's not sure. There's mixed reports on that. But either way, it was 1967. Harry King went to go feed Lady, the horse, didn't see her waiting at the fence for her usual treats, so he went to go and look for her and found her on her side with the, with the flesh stripped completely from her head to the bone. That's crazy. Yeah. No. So there were cuts to the body. Really precise cuts. That's, that's again, that's a really common detail in these very precise cuts that couldn't be made by a natural predator, supposedly. I mean, I haven't seen any of these, but when you see the images of them and every single case, even by investigators and police, all say the same thing. There's no way this was a natural predator. We're not saying it's aliens. We're not saying it's whatever, but everybody is on the same page. There is no way this was natural. That's no, well, well, we'll get into it later. Anyways, um, but there's a whole bunch of weird aspects to it. There was no blood anywhere. The wounds were extreme. And so, obviously, with extreme wounds, there would be a lot of blood, a lot of blood. And mm-hmm. the, it was completely drained. The horse was completely drained. On top of that, there was a really strong chemical smell in the air around the body. There was no bloating, no uh, decomposition at all, and no scavengers had picked at it. So that's a really interesting thing because why would animals not pick at it? Yeah, you got to trust animals when it comes to certain things. So that's another area where the chemicals come in is clearly there's some residue there. 
that these animals, or in some cases, animals can sense that something fucked up is going on. Yeah. And so they're like, nope. You know, like the whole mother, uh, like if a chick falls out of a nest and then you touch it, the mother won't go near it because they think it's a trap. Yeah. You know, so like something like that. Anyway, so strong chemicals, smell, no bloating. Um, What kind of chemical? Well, that's what they're not sure of. They did a whole bunch of tests on these chemicals, and most of them were not natural to decomposition. It was like high, if I remember correctly, it was like high levels of zinc, high levels of, um, well, there's a list a little bit later when we get into it, but um, but yeah, there's a whole bunch of weird levels. Uh, like almost all the levels are elevated in some way. Very, very interesting. Um, so... The uh, once again, no scavengers, um, even though it had been dead for like several days, no decomposition, no nothing, which is really, really interesting. And that generally, I mean, that's that's preservatives, which we know, like you can put preservatives in a body. Yeah. So um, but it's just weird how anyways. Oh, potassium was another one. High levels of potassium. It was zinc, potassium. There was a whole bunch. Um, so. Some of the other weird things were that the footprints for the horse stopped about a hundred feet away from where the the body was actually found. So some, was, something had to pick transport it, up. it. Yeah. and there was no signs of transport. There was no tire tracks, no other footprints, nothing. Um, so as they were thinking, is how could that? How did it happen? No blood. Not only that, but then how did it get there? Yeah. Um, then there was also circular burn marks around the, uh, on the ground near the body. So after seeing the burns, um, this guy, Harry, his wife, Agnes, Agnes, dude, she sounds like a joy, uh, mentioned seeing an unknown object go over the house a few days before that, um, she reached out to the Aerial Phenomenon Research Organization, or APRO, uh, apparently one of the biggest UFO investigative groups during that time. Uh, they, of course, thought that there was a UFO connection and wanted to investigate it. So one of the person, one of the people that examined the body of the horse was um, Dr. John Altshuler. Of course, he had an interest in UFOs, so keep that in mind. But... He found that all the organs, including the brain and the thyroid, had been removed with medical precision. That's, once again, a very common factor is medical precision and that the body was completely drained of blood. And remember, there was no blood anywhere. And a horse. A horse. That's a lot of blood. A lot yeah, of blood. I wonder, I wonder if, like, the blood's being harvested for something. Ah, so, something. I don't yeah. know by what. Well, that's the question is, of course, you know, you have groups that say it's alien. You have other groups that say it's it's uh, it's uh, government. But then you also have people that believe it's satanic cults. Like devil worshipers, animal sacrifice, things like that. Yeah, I could I could see that. Yeah. So there's there's a number of theories. You know, but uh, the hard part about the the cults is one 
that, you know, you have pretty like medical procedures going on. So how is a satanic, I mean, a satanic cult of doctors that are going around working on horses, you know, veterinarians that are, you know, like you would, it would take some knowledge, apparently, especially you know, to take out a nervous system. Yeah. Yeah. And dealing with what these other people that once again, we're talking about people that are familiar with animals, people that are, you know, with, with law enforcement and whatnot that are all saying like, this is not natural, but then you have, you know, satanic cults that are just so good at this. Yeah. Super weird. Yeah. Um, and you know, not impossible, I suppose, but I don't think it's very likely. Yeah. So, you know, uh, I'm sure that does happen though. Satanic. Oh yeah, for sure. But, but think about this. Like if I'm a satanic cult, why would I leave the horse body there to potentially lead a trail to even bring attention to this is going on? Yeah. That's not smart. Yeah. It's one, just take the goddamn thing, you know, burn the whole thing. Like you can chop it up and do whatever you need to slice and dice it, but then bury that thing or burn it or whatever. But you know, look, I'm not giving advice to satanic cults. I am, Yeah, but <laughs> Do the right thing. Cover your tracks. Don't be an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. So I say, well, look, if these guys are good enough to actually perform these things like they're saying, they're going to be smart enough to not leave evidence and just leave a body like, look at our impressive work. You know, the uh, the uh, the knife, the cut marks in general is you enough. Need to, pause? No. No. Uh, the cut marks in general are... Uh, Convincing enough for me to believe that it wasn't satanic. Yeah, once again, the precision that's ba- that's done with these is uh, abnormal in itself. So that's what they're saying. But um, now, what's interesting is um, there was a bunch of investigators that got together that started investigating this case, and then a bunch of other mutilations that were happening in the, uh, all over the world, actually. But they started getting reports from people that were also claiming to see military fighter jets that were patrolling these sites days after this. So does that mean that there are three-letter agencies that are keeping track of these sites, these uh, these encounters, or are they the ones doing them? Yeah, very true. I'm sure there's uh, there's a lot of theories out there that the government is working with aliens to make these happen. I lean more towards I think, you know, if you've listened to the show, you might know this, but I lean more towards government shenanigans that aliens are less involved than what maybe is let on. Um, I think a lot of this alien stuff is, you know, I want to believe that's kind of the whole theme for the show, but. I really do think like it's it, it's a great smoke screen. Yeah. It's a great smoke screen, man. If I could have an imaginary friend that I could blame all my bullshit on, oh, you bet I'm going to do that. Oh, and people yeah. are just going to be like, "Oh, it wasn't Ben. It was uh, Jeffrey, his imaginary <laughs> friend. It's uh Jesus. That guy's a real tool bag." And I'd be like, "Boy, yeah, he really is." <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, it makes total sense. Um So uh, so what exactly happened to this horse? You know, was it aliens? 
was it Colts? Uh, you had, I don't know if you're familiar with the Condon report, but no, it was, it was a report done uh, around this time, 60s, 70s, that they kind of did a report on UFOs. Of course, it's a bunch of other government propaganda where they're like, well, uh, nothing's there, and but we're looking, we're on it, you know. But anyways, this Condon committee went ahead and investigated this case, and they said, quote, there was no evidence to support the assertion that the horse's death was associated in any way to abnormal causes. So remember, completely drained of blood. The, all the skin from the head was completely stripped clean. All of it with no blood. And, and then, of course, you have the footprints where, you know, 100 feet. <clears throat> but that's least of which of circumstantial evidence. You have solid proof of abnormal injuries on this animal. Clearly, that's not natural causes. No. At all. And even if, like, you were, like, I don't know, like, slit the horse's throat mm. and, like, try and drain the blood, you wouldn't get all the blood out. No, well, no. I mean, look, you'd, I mean, yes, you would have to be very surgical. And in order to do that, to not make a gigantic mess, you would have to make the, the, puncture wounds very small yeah so what would be the point of there being surgical cuts over the body if you're just draining the blood yeah one to the neck you're done like you don't need to mutilate the body so what what would be if they're harvesting blood what would be the purpose of taking the skin off the head or in i mean some of these cases are nuts as far as, like, what was done to these animals. And again, you know, disclaimer, <laughs> it's brutal. Um, so on top of this, you know, on top of the uh, the Condon committee coming forward and saying, you know, no, nothing's wrong, natural causes, you had the local Alamosa County Sheriff, Ben Phillips, who claimed that he went and, or no, I'm sorry, never went to visit the scene for himself, never went but then claimed that it was a lightning strike that killed the horse. Never went out there. Uh, and then, of course, uh, as I said in the beginning, the press got the name wrong, reported as Snippy, so the whole case was just pretty much just brushed under the rug, you know, like a lot of these things. And, and I'm telling you, a lot of these cattle mutilations, almost no investigation whatsoever. And if there is, they just go, yeah, I don't know. You know, and that's it. So, I mean, very, there's nothing. Um, what you have is you have a ton of theories. And, you know, you have a lot of claims to cattle mutilations being from aliens and cults. Uh, um, but really, the truth is, is that uh, even after, you know, investigators have looked at this for decades... You don't, no one knows. No one knows what causes this. It's a real thing, a very real thing. Every, I mean, that's, that's very little disputed yeah. is that it's, it's real. What's disputed though is what's causing it. Um, and nobody has a solid answer for it. So after this snippy, the horse case, which was actually lady, the horse, um, you had people that got a lot more aware of, of, these things happening and we've talked a lot about things manifesting 
you know, when you focus on something. So does that have something to do with it? That when it went mainstream, that all of a sudden you have a, an uptick in encounters? Is that a, you know, is that because people are manifesting them? But it seems so physical that it's not like, oh, I saw, it's not a mirage, clearly. You know, a, a, unlike a, a craft sighting, if you saw a craft sighting. Yeah. So, um. But like a lot of these things, certain areas are, are more active than others. And what's interesting is even according to the FBI, their own reports, there were as many as 8,000 mutilations in Colorado alone during the 70s. 8,000? 8,000. Wow. Crazy, man. That's a lot. That's a big number. Yeah. Um, and of course, Colorado actually happens to be, uh, a huge hotspot for a whole bunch of things, including cattle mutilations. I should just say mutilations because so far we haven't covered any cows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Horses and sheep. <laughs> um, but, uh, there hasn't been like a whole bunch of like huge waves of these mutilations since the seventies, but they still happen. Like I said, I mean, one of the more recent ones that we'll talk about is 2019. Um, in a big turn of events, mm-hmm. it's Wiley Coyote. Oh, dude! Imagine, <laughs> fuck just, these cows. Yeah, he's had enough. <laughs> yeah, he got himself a UFO. Um, so here's here's some of the recurring details. Okay, I went over a few of them before, but um, again, every drop of blood is drained from the body. No signs of blood anywhere. Um, precise medical cuts. Um generally with certain parts of the body removed or in some cases some of the organs are turned to mush um then you have the skin some of the muscle some of the tissue on the face completely stripped to the bone and again high levels of chemicals usually not found in animals high higher levels um and of course like i said the popular theory among conspiracy theorists is aliens. And I think it's a fun idea. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, I mean, it, yeah, if it was anything, it, uh, that's kind of what I would expect it to be. I mean, look, if it wasn't for the fact that our own government has done some pretty nasty shit to its own people, I'd lean more towards aliens, but, you know, yeah, I would too. I that would too. not put it past our government or or any of the world's governments to to do that. Well, I mean, technology they, is what. What are they doing? They're just going into people's fields and well, again, I mean, things. Look at then, look at alien abductions. You could say the same thing. Yeah. I mean, I I really firmly believe a lot of these alien abduction scenarios. Given maybe you know, despite a few, but I think a lot of them could easily be explained as government. Uh, operations. Absolutely. Yeah. So what are they doing? What are they testing? Um, are they harvesting blood to give it to the elite? Are they, you know, there's this whole thing about plasma, you know, being given to rich people. Rich people are buying plasma like crazy. For so what? You, to extend life. Weird. Weird. Yeah, weird. And that they'll buy young plasma. And that they'll put it so anyways, I'll take that what you will. But anyways, a whole bunch of shit. Um, but why fucking animals? Why animals? Is it because they're clean? Is it because they it, it's more abundant? Can they synthesize human blood by using animal blood? Maybe. 
So that's like what? Yeah. So like how? What are they doing? Well, that's that's the whole point. Nobody knows why they're doing it. It's clearly happening, clearly happening. But who and why? Nobody fucking knows. Now there's a great theory. I love this theory. Um, and I think it. I think it could potentially explain all real alien encounters, not given the government ones that we see a lot. That real that that it's time travelers, us future humans coming back, like future archaeologists. So you know we we have we we can't go back to these time periods and and look at the environment and study the environment. So we we dig up these environments, you know. So we we these archaeologists they go in there and they discover these things and they study these ruins and these relics and then they put history together. Yeah. But imagine, imagine if you could go back and study a time period while it was happening. Yeah. That's incredibly valuable. So, you know, given the fact that human nature is to explore you know, the new and the unknown and look at what we do with technology now. Now give us another something crazy happens that that where we all of a sudden have another boom in technology like we've never seen. Yeah. And man, I it's I mean, dude, we're creating black holes. Yeah. How well, far away is time travel? We've probably already achieved Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you're on it. You're on it. Now some people think a little bit more pessimistically that the fact that aliens might be coming back and studying fucking cows is that something really crazy happened in the future to make them have to come back and study cows. Hey, everybody. Thank you once again for listening to the show. I hope you're enjoying everything so far. If you want to help support the show, there are many ways you can do that. You can follow the link down in the show notes, and that will take you to several links, including our Patreon, where you can listen to the show, which you already are. Thank you very much. You can also leave a review on any of those. You can watch the show slash listen on Rumble. You can also watch slash listen on YouTube. You can follow the show on Instagram, stay in touch. You can buy merch as well as you can follow the link to start your own podcast where you will get a $20 gift card and it lets them know that you're supporting the show. Love you all. Thank you so much. Back to the show. But again, if you could go back and study a time period, would you? Yeah. Look how quick that was. For sure. Me too. Well, I'd be hesitant. Dude, I don't, I, I mean, it would be scary when you actually went to go get in the box, but until then, the concept of just, of, of, dude, imagine being able to go and see for yourself how they built the pyramids. Yeah. Go and see. You know, you know, you know. Yeah. Oh man. Imagine that. So anyway, so I like that theory that it's future archaeologists because that fits human nature so well. We're obsessed with the past. We're obsessed with our our origins. Why would our future us be any different except now they have the perfect ability to go back and study? Hence, 
the human race being more enlightened. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. I mean, man, if you're able to go back and see, see the journey of humanity for yourself, you'd have, you'd have, you'd know exactly where you're going. I'd be too scared to fuck something up. Well, yeah, well, yeah, there's, yeah. There's rules to these things. Oh, of course. Well, as far as we know, I mean, what's that built on? Maybe there, maybe those rules are there to make us concerned about time and that we don't want to fuck with it when really maybe time is just time and, and it is unfuckable. <laughs> you know, I mean, dude, look, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you could get, that's a whole nother fucking <laughs> that's a whole deep well of just going down and down and down into yes. what time is and all that shit. But I love the idea of future archaeologists coming back and studying us, you know, the, hence what we're seeing some of it and then studying cows for whatever reason or animals for whatever reason. But, uh, but uh, you know, like this, I mean, uh, think about like people say, well, why cows? You know, even me, I'm like, why fucking cows? But think about like going back and studying some extinct animal in the past, okay, that wasn't extinct, that was just hanging around and nobody gave a shit, like the dodo bird. It's totally extinct. Nobody gives a fuck then. But what about now? People are like, study the dodo bird. Yeah. So, I mean, simple as that. I mean, a cow to us right now, we're like, it's a fucking cow. You know, but people in the future could be like, oh, my God, cows, can you imagine? These people used to eat steak, and it was so <laughs> <Right>? good. <laughs> yeah. Who knows, man? They had a thing called McDonald's. Yeah, now we have to eat fucking pig shit. And yeah. <laughs> it's pig shit, yeah. They, you hope it's pig shit. It's some dude shit. Anyways, um, and of course, like I said before, there's some people that believe it's satanic. Uh, you know, rituals, sacrifice. And then there's the top secret government project theory. Um you know, monitoring, monitoring uh, food supplies. You know, which, dude, I mean, the fact that they're cloning beef, that makes a lot of sense, man. I mean, look, if you can't, like, buy any more cat, I mean, I don't know what the reasons would be, but if you can't buy any more cattle and you got to steal them. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're making those, uh, um, like, veggie burgers. Oh, yeah, man, like the, the impossible, impossible burgers. Yeah. yeah. It's impossible to survive on those. Ah, yeah. I bet. I've I'm going to say it, one. man. I, you look, taste how they taste. Look at the ingredients. I'll take me any day. I'll take <laughs> me any day. Uh, you know, it's like, no, man. You got meat, and then you've got 36 ingredients, this, not including meat. This is meat. This ain't meat. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a meat. This is a meat. Um, all right, so now let's go over some other cases. Um on these mutilations, and let's see what is what. So the story goes, um, in 1985, Canock Chase, Staffordshire, UK. Dude, these names in the UK. Canock Chase, Staffordshire. That's a place. Uh, in 1985, uh, a possible interrupted cattle mutilation happened when a father and son were driving home at around 8.30 p.m. and they noticed something strange ahead of them, a triangular-shaped object hovering over one of the fields near the road. Um, and the ground below it was lit up by three lights on the, under, on the underside of the ship. So the dad pulls over to the side of the road so they can get a better look, which I would totally do that. Would you do that? 
Yeah. I would totally do that. I would have to pull over, you know, because then I have to talk about it on the show. Right. <laughs> yeah, you have an obligation. To yeah, absolutely. So they watched the craft for a few minutes, and it didn't wasn't making any noise, and then it just zipped away. So they get back in their car, and they go to um, report what they'd seen to the local police. But before he could even report it, two cops showed up at their house to take their statements for the incident. And they were told, uh, he was told that it was dangerous for them to get out of the car. And then the cops left. So like, why would they even, why would it be dangerous? Maybe that was a threatening message. Like, well, of course, I mean, you know, dangerous for you to be around here. It's dangerous. We don't, we don't, yeah. we we don't, don't like serve your kind, your kind of around yeah. here. <laughs> well, it's it's interesting that... Uh, Asking questions and shit. Yeah, they're getting a jump start on it. You know, that's why, dude, I mean, local authorities, state authorities, it's all connected, man. They get orders from up top. They're doing it. You know, you're going to have a very select few that aren't willing to do it. But uh, most of them are going to be like, yes, sir. You know, and it's everybody's got a boss everybody's got a boss. So I think that's probably, you know, this local authority trying to get a jump start on it. But yeah. Uh, two days later, another case involved five friends who were hunting ducks at around 4 a.m. And they saw a strange light in the sky moving with significant speed. And it stopped over several cows in a field. One of the guys who was stunned went closer to the field to try and get a better look. And, um, apparently whatever was controlling the craft noticed him and, um, because it shot out a bunch of these futuristic light beams at him. And then he ended up running back to the woods and hiding out. And so when he went back a short time later, it was gone. So are, could those be interrupted mutilations? Maybe. Could be. Precise laser beams. Laser beams. Laser. (laughs) Freaking laser beams. Um, Could it be the same craft two days apart? Maybe. Could be. Maybe. So here, my question is, so they call them interrupted uh, mutilations. My question is, why would they stop? Because... One human saw them. I know. Well, you'd have to kill the human. Well, why? Because they saw. Well, okay, but here's the thing. <laughs> like, if they're so advanced, do they not know that, like, nobody around gives up? And who's going to believe them? Who's going to believe a guy? So I just don't I, don't. I don't look at it like aliens are these criminals running around, like, you know, with with lookouts trying to keep an eye out for straggling humans that might catch a catch an eye on them. Like if they've been around this long and they're really doing this, they have not caught on to the fact that nobody believes us that the general, the general world is, is that, or maybe because there are very big organizations that are keeping tabs on this. They do think that the average person believes in it. Yeah, Maybe. 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 Yeah, mm. I could see that, too. Mm. I just find it interesting how one human that is literally basically powerless, 
stop any of that. Why, why, you know, why would they stop? They're just so elusive. They, they're elusive <laughs> in nature. So they just, I don't if know, man. they th- think someone saw, they just want to take care of it. I guess, I guess I would just say zap the human and move on. Um, now, some people say that these are, these cases, specifically these two, are confirmation of aliens because of the UFO that was seen, the craft. But we've pointed out that the government has not only experimental craft, stealth craft, that we probably don't even know about, but we know that they've had drones for a fucking long time. Yeah. A really long time. Yep. And not to mention there's aircraft, small aircraft size drones now that the military uses. Um, on top of stealth tech, you have the black helicopters that are yep. totally stealthy as a motherfucker. Um, and who knows what else? So in my mind, that's easy. That's easy, man. I mean, you've got, what, you got a craft that goes over and hovers over cows and picks one up. How hard is that? I mean, sure maybe for too. you and me right now in like a Dodge Dart, but I'm saying like in a futuristic government craft with a with a, a tractor beam, come on. It's probably doable. Fuck yeah. A tractor beam. Yeah. But again, though, <laughs> again, why? Why abduct animals at all in fact why abduct humans some sort of research or extraction gotta be right yeah but animals even more so are weird to me because unless i mean to me humans you have studying of psychology you have studying of like mind control you know all those types of things whereas with animals i really find it to be just some kind of harvesting of resources yeah you know blood organs that you can convert or synthesize into human True, or that they're growing more livestock somewhere else. Why would they leave part? Why would they leave it? Why would they leave anything to waste? Exactly. You'd think they would harvest it all. Maybe because they are planting this breadcrumb style trail of like wanting us to believe it's aliens. Again, I think that's what they do in the with government's the cra- a lot of the craft to, stuff. Government's trying to create a dude. A, why would they fly anything in the open air above cities, allowing people to see it? Because yeah. they know that people are going to be like fucking aliens, man. Trying to create a, a staged coming. Has it not worked? Yeah. I mean, I think, look, if you if you look at it, man, I mean, since the 50s. Media is a hell of a drug. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now, let's go ahead and jump to 2010 and talk about some more sheep. Um, in Shrewsbury, England, various farmers found mutilated sheep with very similar injuries and precise procedures as the uh, other mutilations, like their faces completely stripped of flesh, um, with, in this case, some holes drilled in their heads and their brains completely removed. Sheep! Why sheep? Oh, sheeple. Sheeple. Um, Some of the farmers claim they saw laser beams aimed at the sheep from crafts above them. Other people saw orange spheres over the fields. Um, Another incident in March when a team of investigators, 16 altogether, were in the middle of their investigation when one of the investigators saw several UFOs um, over over a few weeks, I guess. And I guess a bunch of the investigators claimed that they actually saw attacks on these sheep using, quote, Star Wars-type technology. Laser beams. Pew, pew. Laser beams. That's right. 
Um, the next morning, the farmers were missing sheep along with finding a whole bunch of them mutilated. Around a year later, um, in 2010, wait, did I, I thought we already did 2010. I yeah, think we did. Yeah. Jumped to 2010. So in 2011, um, damn it. Oh yeah. Okay. So, um, in 2011, I lost my... Oh, there we go. Hey! <laughs> in 2011, in the Shrewsbury area, another wave. Uh, this time, it was horses. So, um, this is when a bunch of people started believing they were satanic rituals because they were taking place, apparently, during key dates in the satanic calendar. Which, I, I guess there's like some saint... Win Winber Day that they really highlight on, um, but I I think that's kind of one of those things of connecting dots. Maybe that, you know, like I don't know. That seems very unlikely. Uh, so I just don't find it likely that it's satanic rituals with no. how precise everything is. But anyways, a lot of people started believing that it was because of how many things were going on. But again, the injuries are very precise. So. There's some researchers that actually suggested that this particular wave was part of a top-secret experiment that was connected to the what's called the equine herpivirus type 1, or EHV, that was an outbreak during that time, and it actually went around the world. Oh, damn. Yeah. Um, in fact, in Wales which was its own hotspot for over a decade, this group called APFU <laughs> FU, animal pathology field unit studied these um, attacks and um, they believe there was a definite alien connection based on the laser like precision of the cuts. Once again, very common. This is like in every case, there's these precise laser like cuts um, and draining of the blood and all the draining of the blood. And almost all these injuries were very, very similar to the ones found in the Shrewsbury case, 2010. Uh, another case in 1977, Cherry Brook Valley in Dartmoor, England. Alan Hicks was walking with his kids when they found 15 dead wild ponies their bodies were mangled and torn, he said. Some of the investigators suggested that the herd might have been poisoned or starved to death and were picked over by scavengers. The Dartmoor Pony Society said it might have been disease, but it wasn't until the early 1990s when the director of the Center for Fortean Zoology, Jonathan Downs, went over the case and what's amazing is these other interviewer these other investigators didn't even interview anybody from these incidents so this guy gets a hold of the case and goes ahead and interviews a bunch of these people what's interesting though is a whole bunch of them were really really reluctant to talk about it but the ones that were he was able to gather that there had been some kind of weird agency, like shadowy agency that showed up 
and created some kind of interference, got a hold of people, and said that it was very, very similar to, like, the Men in Black. Interesting. Yeah. I was going to suggest maybe, like, the government is, like, crop dusting our livestock. Dude. You're touching on something because there is some people that claim that there was these, there was some certain jets that were spraying the area, that maybe they were, like, sending, like, that in cases where they saw UFOs, there's some theories that they were actually dusting the area with hallucinogen and making people, instead of seeing these black helicopters, these stealth helicopters, that they were seeing UFOs. Yeah. And that they were, yeah, that they were potentially spraying, um, you know, like... um, Acid or fucking... Yeah, but then um, also just like um, muscle relaxant stuff, stuff to knock out the livestock so they could go in and make it easier. Um, So this guy ends up, um, this Alan Hicks, ends up starting to get, because he's trying to investigate this, and he's starting to get prank phone calls and all these fake leads that are taking him away from the case and sending him on these goose wild goose chases. And he was saying that they were so elaborate, these wild goose chase things that were they were sending him on, that he believed there was no way that it was just a, a couple of random people fucking with him. There was no way. He fully believed that it was either paranormal forces or a large, well-financed operation by some organization that for whatever reason. Um, so, you know, but either way, it was really taking him away from the whole case. And of course, we've heard that before with all kinds of cases where they're given, uh, I mean, the, the Richard Doty, one of the men in black that came forward and saying they were disinformation agents. They were sent out to give false information to, instead of people that were going out and saying they thought it was experimental craft Instead, they were told, oh, no, it's alien, you know, and then encouraged to go out and tell the public. So that's fucked up. Yeah. But what's interesting is there was no answers ever, ever about the ponies, like what ended up happening to them. Of course, as before, you know, we went over some of the theories it being, uh, you know, aliens or or government. Um, I lean more towards government. Yeah, I really do. But, you know, I, I would love to know what you all think out there. Um, but now let's go ahead and look at another case. This guy named Rob Leah in Newport area of England, 1980s, uh, believed that his cases were some kind of ritual cult. So the story goes that on uh, one morning in the late 80s, his father found five of his sheep had been attacked and killed. All their throats were slit open. Their bodies were laid out in a circle in the field. And all of their internal organs were taken out and put in a pile in the middle of the circle of the dead bodies. See, that's what confuses me is like if they're harvesting something, why would they? Now that one screams ritual. Yeah. You know, the placement of the bodies, the circle, the pile of organs. Uh, you know, when, when you look at ancient culture religions, Egyptian mummifications being one of them, that was all about preserving 
this individual through the afterlife. Yeah. Um, and they took out their organs and placed them around the body, around the individual. So that's ritual, very ritualistic. Um, so Rob's dad rushes back inside to call the police. Um, of course, reporting it as uh, some kind of satanic ritual. So when the police come out, here's what's interesting. I'm a, I get a little confused about this. When the police come out, apparently, now he rushes back to the house, right? I would go back to the scene and meet the cops there. Would you not? Yeah. Me too. So what's interesting is he did not. The cops go out and claim they didn't find anything. But they told him not to talk about it. So I don't understand that. I don't understand why you, why would you even let that out of your sight? Yeah. Like I would want to Maybe to go grab a camera or something, something. So apparently his kid did get some photos of this. And that makes me think like, why would you not look, even if the cops came to me and said, yeah, we investigated this and it was my sheep, my animals. And they were like, yeah, we, we looked at this. We couldn't find anything. Uh, but Hey, don't talk about it. Don't go, don't go public with this. We don't know what it is, but we can't have you talking about it. I'd be like, yeah, you got it. And then immediately go public immediately. Yeah. Because I'm going, well, look, if you're not going to do the job, I'm going to make sure people do. Yeah. I'm going to go to the public. Yep. So I don't understand, especially if you have images. Yeah, no shit. Well, and the other thing is they've never gone public. Do we have these images? No, they've never gone public with these images. Right. Why is that? Why go public with the story? And not go public with the pictures. With the you know, the evidence. Yeah, the photographic evidence. Yeah. That makes me doubt that story because of because like look, if you're trying to prove yourself and you get the cops out there, they're not willing to investigate, put it out to the public and keep your evidence. Yeah. And then I just don't get it. I don't get it. Um, either way, nothing ended up happening um on the land after that. Um, but Rob ended up investigating ritual sacrifices by secretive cults for the next decade. And he ended up focusing on this one organization called the cult of the moon beast, consisting of 15 members that used ancient rites and animal sacrifice to summon otherworldly entities that they can try and control. Um, and he believed that they had connections to like the rich elite and powerful. So does that mean portals? And if that's the case, you know, we talked about Skinwalker Ranch and there was some portals on Skinwalker Ranch. So are there individuals that are conjuring these portals? That seems, I don't know. It seems unlikely that to me, that seems like a lot of equation. Yeah. You have at satanic cult plus ritual sacrifice 
plus stealing of animals and, and, and weird injuries of animals, leftover evidence on ranchers, say, the summoning of said portal to bring forth some kind of weird entity that is going to further sacrifice animals. Yeah. I just don't that's, get that's it. That's a lot of factors. That's a lot. As opposed to, again, I mean, aliens, <laughs> for whatever reason, experimenting, or government experimenting. Um, of course, I'm not doubting the idea of an elite group, a uh, society, secret society. I think that's very real. I, I, re- I think the possibility of some, some crazy people that are controlling our collective reality, controlling every aspect of our reality, you know, of this world that we live in, of how it functions, you know, with money and everything else. I mean, that, that I believe, but the idea that they're running a satanic group and, and experimenting on animals, I don't know about that. Yeah. And it seems crazy, but yeah. Uh, but at the same time, so do a lot of conspiracies. I mean, look at course. the idea of an elite society that in some people's eyes, that's a crazy concept. In my mind, especially when you look at the the global coordinated propaganda cycle that we've been in, how can you deny that there is clearly something going on? There's clearly some coordinated effort by by a group. I agree. So, yeah. So, I mean, that I think. But, again, are they taking animals? And, again, why leave the bodies? Take that shit with you. You're already not leaving blood. Why even leave a body? Yeah. Whether you're alien, sat- satanic, cult, or otherwise, why leave the body? That makes zero sense. You can you can surgically remove skin from its head, but you can't hoist it out of there? I don't get that. Yeah. Um, or bury it or something. Anything. Literally anything with the body, but leave it there where people can find it. And it's not like these are being found 15 minutes after it happens. Yeah. Some of these are days after. Yeah. I just don't get that. And again, like clearly animals are not cleaning it up. So you can't, you're not able to do that. Mm-hmm. I just don't get that. Um, so as I mentioned earlier, some of the States that are really uh, active are Colorado and Arizona both hot spots for not only these mutilations, but also UFO sightings in general, alien encounters. Um, so again, does that mean there's an alien connection just because there are UFOs in the same area during the same time period? Does that mean there's an alien connection to these mutilations? I think it's possible. I but mean, you can always put that assumption. Always. Obviously, because it. it's an unknown with an unknown amount of technology. So, yeah. of course, you could be like, well, if they have tractor beams, then yeah. If they have laser scalpels, yeah. yeah. Um, so now let's go to 2009 to uh, Manuel Sanchez case where he found four calves killed uh, with the same precise injuries but tongues and udders were surgically removed as well as the skin from the face peeled away completely. Their eyes were removed. Again, no blood, no tracks anywhere. Um, Sanchez had said he had spent decades on ranches and was absolutely certain 
there was no way that mountain lions or coyotes or any type of natural predator could create these perfect cuts. And once again, there are numerous professionals, investigators, scientists that say the same thing, not to mention the people that were there. A little over half a year earlier, 2009, uh, in the Trinidad area of Colorado, another rancher, Tom Miller, found one of his uh, cattle dead, very similar way. Uh, When he got closer, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Yeah, or the similar way, he went to feed his cattle, uh, heard his his uh, herd was raising, as he described, raising all kinds of devil. <laughs> uh, when he got closer, he could see the dead calf, front legs, and the torso had been completely removed, leaving a meatless backbone. Think about that. Front legs and the torso completely removed. Do you think a skinwalker is doing this? Dude. I mean, it's is really it, up in the air. How far away is Colorado from Arizona? Oh, I don't know. How far away is how far away is Colorado? Pull that from, shit up, Ben. <laughs> from Arizona. I know. I wish I had a Jamie. Um, six hundred and forty-four miles. Okay, so a bit, a bit. Um, yeah, a little ways away. So certainly not, you know, yeah, that's, well, that's about from like here to Boise. Yeah. I mean, look, if you have, if you have technology, you know, again, speculating about future technology portals, I mean, that distance would not be a problem. Time would not be a problem. It would not be a factor. It's just odd. It seems odd. It seems random. These things, you know, where these things are happening. Uh, and of course, you know, as is being speculated, there's a lot of these areas that have cattle mutilate, you know, that have UFO sightings on top of that. Um, but I wonder where, where the hot spots are. You said, or in Colorado and Arizona, I wonder what kind of deep underground tunnels they have. there. Ah, uh, yes, indeed. My friend, we'll get into that a little bit later, but, um, in this case, the ears were completely sliced off. Again, no tracks, no blood. Um, And like, again, uh, like uh, all the rest, he didn't know what or who did it, but he knew it wasn't natural. Um, There's a researcher named Kit Metzger uh, who has also found a bunch of cattle on her land at the Flying M Ranch numerous times under similar circumstances. But she says a lot of these attacks happen in waves between June and October. And and also, a lot of them happen during Easter, for some reason. That's like, I you know what I first thought of when I heard that? I thought Old Testament. Old Testament animal sacrifices. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm, I'm a little bit rusty on my Old Testament. Here's what they used a lot of times. Sheep, calves, goats. You didn't have a lot of dogs and cats back then, but that's what you had is you had a lot of sheep, a lot of calves specifically. In a lot of these cases, not the ones that we've gone over, but certain certain ones later, a lot of them are calves. Actually, some of them have been, 
But, um, yeah, very interesting. So, anyways, I just think about that, and I think, uh, you know, then they throw in Easter, of course, ties into Jesus, and you go, oh, is there a religious thing to this? Not satanic. Maybe it's maybe it's something else. Yeah. Maybe maybe a, a really religious fanatic group it believes that end times are here, and so they're they're trying to do what they can, sacrifice the the animals. The animals. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, um, yeah, she also thinks that they're that whatever's doing this is using some kind of muscle relaxant to paralyze the animals. Um, in a FBI document, in that FBI document that I mentioned earlier, there's a case by Manuel Gomez of a mutilated bull in 1978 and of all places, Dolce, New Mexico. Underground military bases, dude, you were just talking about. Uh, Gomez found the bull with precise cuts, removed skin and genitals. The heart and the liver were white and mushy. The consistency of peanut butter. Ew. Yeah, that's gross. Liver peanut butter. Ew, gross. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> um, so when they examined it a little bit further, investigators and scientists were ended up leaning towards the cause of death being a concentrated wave of radiation. Right? Literally melting the insides. That's probably why the animals weren't fucking with it. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and, of course, as you hinted at, and as is the case, and if you've listened to the show before, you know, Dulce, New Mexico, a lot of shit itself is surrounded by mystery and conspiracy. Um, I, I mean, a lot. And uh, <laughs> is that a coincidence? Coincidence? I think not. So it's, no, I definitely don't. Do you? Dulce, New Mexico, you got mutilated things. You got a high dose of radiation. I don't know, man. I wouldn't be fucking with it. <laughs> no. Uh, so let's go to Vancouver, 1990, Vancouver, Washington. Uh, local farmers and residents experienced an entire summer of weird activity and cattle mutilations. Richard Fazio found five of his cattle dead and mutilated between June and October that year with injuries that, according to Oregon State University, said were identical to electrosurgical excision or a laser-type heat-induced injury that removed eyes, tongues, and internal organs. Oh. Heat-induced injury. Weird, huh? So like they're evaporating these things. It cauterizes while it cuts. <laughs> exactly. It slices. It dices. <laughs> it mutilates. Fazio's neighbors claim they also heard strange sounds at random times during this whole time of uh, the cattle mutilations. Also at the same time, a report came from a local lady who claimed to see a little man running through a field carrying something like a flashlight. Aliens or government midgets? Government midgets. Dude, for sure. For sure. Uh, Christopher O'Brien has done extensive research on cattle mutilations, and he says it's more complicated than aliens. 
He thinks they're part of a covert environmental monitoring process. Cow farts, dude. For sure, cow farts. By a shadow type government using advanced technology. He describes it as the greatest unsolved serial crime spree in history with multiple groups involved. A little less than a decade later, February 1999, several forest workers saw a saucer-like craft stalking and lifting an elk into the air. An elk, dude. They're going after everything. Those are big. I'm telling you, man. I think, look, I if it's me, that is a radio-controlled drone that somebody is having a ball with. I mean, think about that, dude. If you had a drone that could lift shit up, yeah. you're telling me you wouldn't play with that? I'd be lifting elk all day long. Yeah, that's crazy. Right? But do you think you could put that technology on a drone? Yes. Really? What can't they do? Uh, Man, you've got you've got people like Ben Rice from Skunkied, uh, or uh, yeah, what it was, Skunk Skunk Works or whatever it is, and Lockheed Martin government contractors that have said. We're 100 to 150 years ahead, the government and government contractors, than what the public knows. Damn. Yeah, dude. I mean, they said if it was in Star Wars or Star Trek, we've been there and decided what was worth our time and what wasn't. Like, that's crazy, man. So, really, there, I we have no clue. We have no idea. It could absolutely be Randy with his VR headset picking up elk. That's crazy. Absolutely. I, I mean, I think it could be. It could also be aliens for all fucking know. I mean, I you know. Uh, let's look at another one in Texas. Between June and October 2013, uh, another set of sheep mutilations. Um, the Dags family had over 20 of their herd mutilated during the wave of attacks. Almost all identical injuries, drained blood, medical type cuts, face with, uh, you know, taken to the face. No blood, no footprints. Then in Nebraska, you had Alex Peterson found one of his cattle dead. Head was wedged into the ground. When he examined the cow, there was no dirt in its mouth or nostrils, uh, which there would have been if it had been forced into the ground. And based on the depth of the indent in the ground, Peterson believes that the cow was dropped from a high from high up. Right. Uh, so like it was trying to be lifted and then they dropped it. Of course. <laughs> Great show so far. Am I right? Don't let this happen to you. And about like 30 to 45 minutes ago, I beat the fuck out of my dick so goddamn hard that I can't even feel my left leg. My left leg has went totally numb and my dick has also went totally numb. To the point where it feels fucking weird when I go and take a piss. Take CBD. Get the best CBD at ClarkstonCBDCo.com. Use promo code UFONO to save 10% on your purchase and help support the show. A lot of people go to UFOs saying that, oh, it has to be UFOs. Once again, let's not forget about stealth military technology. You know, not only do I believe that the government has UFOs. Yeah. Okay. What we have not identified flying objects. They know what the fuck it is. 
Mm-hmm. We don't know what the fuck it is. So yeah. to us, it's UFOs. To them, it's just FOs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They know what it is. But then you also have known government technology, black stealth helicopters. You have the T-3B, uh, which is the stealth V plane that a lot of people believe was Phoenix Lights. You know, these types of incidents with very large multiple lights in a V-shape. You know, so you have these types of craft. Not to mention, you have people that have built flying saucer drones. It looks like a sh- it's a disc, and they sit in the middle and they pilot it. I'm surprised they don't make those for, yeah. I know, it'd be super rad. Yeah. And then yeah. you have drone technology. I'm you sure have, you can 3D print one. Oh, for sure. You have a 1936, basically, when there's thought to be the Nazi Bell, which was the first, mm-hmm. you know, flying saucer. So... You got a lot of time to perfect this, a lot of time to perfect this. Um, You have a lot of other technology that could have been implemented, you know, that they took that type of technology and implemented it with drone technology. Dude, there's literally no limit in my mind of what they have come up with. Yeah. And then you add in the potential that they reverse engineered technology from Roswell. I mean, holy shit, man. I just, I, I think the, the possibilities of what they can do are endless. And then you can throw in aliens. Yeah. Yeah. But, but Jesus, I mean, the fact that it could be military to me is, is a no brainer. Um, but he ended up finding this guy, ended up finding um, five different cattle on his place altogether. Um, one of them was actually alive when he found it. And he had to put, of course, put it out of its misery. Um, but then he performed some tests to see if there were any chemicals left. And this is where he found um, some weird shit. Like I said, some potassium left over, some zinc left over. There was no copper, which, oh, and high levels of iron, of course. So that means that there was, I believe, something to do with the blood. Um, but they, they emphasize no copper. And so I'm not sure what copper would have to do with it. I'm not sure. Do people have a lot of copper? I don't know. It's a good question. Is there copper in blood? Is there copper in blood? Let's see. The test of much. Normally, most of the copper in your blood is carried by a protein called. So there is. There is copper in your blood. Ha! Wow. So no copper. So maybe they're extracting copper out of our blood. Oh, dude. The livestock's blood. Very interesting as a conduit. Hmm, very interesting. Could be. Um, All right, so now let's jump to Australia. September 2018, Queensland. Farmers Mick and Judy Cook found a mutilated cow with its ears and tongue removed and its entire udder. Mick Cook said it was like the tongue had been surgically removed. No, of course, no sign of blood anywhere. Um, A little further away from that cow, they found another dead cow that had been there a little bit longer, and it had the same injuries as the other cow. Throughout a decade of living there, they found a similar mutilated cattle in the area, but never went public with it, of course, until recently. Why not? Don't hold on to that information. Exactly. It doesn't do you any favors. I mean, 
you know, it's it's like anything. If you if you do something or something happens to you and then you sit on it and you come out later, people are going to the first thing they're going to say is, "Well, how come you didn't come to us sooner?" Yeah. How come you didn't say anything sooner? So, you know, especially with this, it's already like weird and 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 you know, skeptical as to what it is. So, so why would you play with that? Right. Um of course, skeptics, you know, they usually point to things like coyotes and in Australia, Tasmanian devils. But again, that doesn't explain the lack of blood, the precise cuts. Um, in 2014 in Argentina, one weekend, there was a spree of mutilations. Again, all similar to each other. Medically precise cuts around the face and the jaw, stripped down to the bone. Farmers in Reconquista in Santa Fe reported mutilation on their land. He said in the days leading up to the animal's death that they were scared and nervous. Like maybe they sensed something was coming. So is there something stalking these animals first? So maybe they're reading them, trying to see if they have high levels of copper. Yeah. Could be, maybe. Getting a read on them, getting scanning them, if it were, scanning them for something. Uh, another case, this time in May 2001 in Indonesia, 200 goats were found mutilated. Most of them completely drained of blood, their hearts removed. Some of them only had the head and the, the legs left. Only. Again, no signs of blood anywhere. So I've talked about researcher Linda Howell, Linda Mountain Howell, Linda Moulton Howell, however the fuck you say it. I'm a little skeptical because she's one of those who's been very profitable or at least have a career out of supposedly whistleblowing. Uh, she's a journalist, and I don't understand why some people die and some people don't. But either way, she did a documentary called A Strange Harvest in 1980. And in it, she suggests that the wounds and the markings on these cattle and animals are, the wor- are definitely the work of aliens that are harvesting body parts for research or survival and that the government is helping them or working with them or whatever. Um, in this documentary, she visits Rose Medical Center in Denver, Colorado, and they tried to recreate these wounds using uh, two dead chickens. So they used a laser. On one of them, they used a laser beam, and then on the other, they used a scalpel. So the laser beam, of course, was the closest, but it still didn't match the precision that was used on these other animals. Um, So they concluded, and of course, the scalpel didn't even stand a chance, but they concluded that it would be nearly impossible to not only transport this laser technology to each mutilation, but then also not be noticed at any point would be almost impossible for any human group to do. Yeah. Unless, of course, once again, you have either aliens with advanced technology or you have government with advanced technology, stealth technology and whatnot. Um, she also said that between 1974 and 1980, over 20,000 mutilations took place. 20,000, dude. Um, And then, of course, potentially connected to that, you have in 1973 a global wave 
of UFO sightings with a lot of them involving humanoid occupants. So could that be like a recon mission? Again, going back to them like scanning these animals, stalking these animals. But man, that seems like a lot to just get some animals. Yeah, it does. It just seems like a lot of work. Um, so there's this other case involving an abduction that was also involved a cattle mutilation in the same scenario. So in 1973, Judy Doherty uh, was driving with her mom, her sister, and brother-in-law when they saw a weird light hovering over a field, and then it shot up into the sky. Apparently, for whatever reason, this really shook Doherty. So she ended up, she was having a bunch of nightmares, so she goes and she decides to do hypnotic regression. If you know me, you know the show, you know I am highly skeptical of this. I do not understand... It's to me it's just is like you're just setting yourself up to be to be rewritten or have memories implanted. I mean, I just and then when you have like specific UFO and alien regressionists, dude, come on. Like go find yourself a legit one and then tell him you don't tell him you want to find aliens and then you'll convince him and yourself at the same time. And neither one's in on the gag. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But, of course, anyone that wants UFOs to exist, they want to further their career in this. That's a notch on their belt, man. Oh, another one in the bag. Yeah, because you put it there. Yeah. Maybe not, but I really do believe that. Anyways, so all they see is a light hovering over a field, and then it shoots up into the sky. Now, here's what she comes away with after her session of hypnosis. She learns that they pulled over at one point to look at this strange glowing object when it approached the women, specifically Doherty. She remembered that seeing a small calf being taken up into the craft by a pale, uh, a pale beam of light, of yellow light. Um, then she was inside the craft, apparently viewing, watching this calf have pieces of it taken off, the tongue, sex organs, eyes, then she sees her daughter on an operating table with some gray alien doing experiments on her, taking samples from her. Um, the whole time, Doherty is trapped in this light in the car while her mind apparently is on this ship. So That's a trip, man. Right? I mean, again... You go from, and I'm not saying that it can't happen, but let's just let's just think about that. She goes from a group of people seeing some weird light go over a field and shoot up into the sky to a whole scenario of her and her daughter or her daughter being abducted along with a cow where she's remote viewing them both being experimented on and while she's trapped in the car. That's just a huge escalation. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a lot. Huge. And seeing her daughter. Yes, and and there's no was like, her daughter even with her? Well, yeah, because her uh, let's see, yeah, her mother, her sister, and no. Very see. That right there, like, what do they do? Go pick up her daughter first. 
or just projecting an uh, an illusion or or it could have been planted yeah like a planted memory and her daughter showed up because her daughter was in her mind i mean dude i just really i mean look we know through mk ultra experiments all kinds of experiments that the government has done that they at least played with the idea of implanting memories yeah rewriting memories false memories real memories you name it just you know so that you know and and then and then regular nlp neural linguistic programming while someone's under hypnosis you can convince people the idea of neuro linguistic programming is to use words that most people are using conscientiously guide people to an answer that they're looking for right they lead that they guide them through digging in deeper into themselves to find an answer that's kind of the idea of of hypnotic therapy yeah. you know but then you have this which is them trying to open your mind to recover memories well how do we know though if those memories really exist or not i mean yeah. that anyways i just i mean once again i to beat a you know dead horse here because i go over it every single time but highly 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 skeptical of hypnotic regression and the ability to manipulate these memories that once again is a very simple memory of seeing a strange light that shoots up into the sky which is fascinating in itself but then taking that to a whole nother level of witnessing your daughter being experimented on a cow being experimented on like holy shit um yeah. So yeah, that bitch just be tripping. Yeah, exactly. Um, so then uh, Linda Howe talks about another case, uh, December or I'm sorry, March 10th, 1989. Another uh, rancher, L.C. Wyatt, found five of his pregnant cows dead, laid out in a straight line. One of the cows was positioned with its legs straight up as if it had been running and was zapped by something. Um, now, the initial assessment was that the cows were dropped dead in their tracks. Right? That's weird. Um, three of the cows had a bloodless cookie-cutter oval piece of tissue removed from their rectum, while another had an eye completely taken out. Ow. Yeah. The worst, though was a cut across the belly of one of the cows, a huge cut, with her newborn or unborn calf still in the unbroken embryo sac. That's nuts. All Again, all of them no blood. So clearly that, you know, pregnant cow didn't, and her baby didn't make it. But that's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. And of course, you know, I mean, <laughs> it it makes you wonder, like, what the fuck? You know, why? Again, why? I keep asking myself, why? You know, like you said, is it the blood? Is it the copper? Is it organs? But again, why? Why cows? Why animals? And, and again, why humans? Why abduct humans? What are we doing? Because people will notice if you start what are they ab- doing or abducting whatever? lots of humans. And mutilating them, but animals less likely to catch on and yep. people to 
Well, look, to be honest with you, the only reason I think this really got even much attention at all is because it's with expensive animals. I mean, even in 1606, what were horses? They were vehicles. Yeah. They were, they were. And tools. Yeah, absolutely. You needed them. Um, you know, then you have people that are horse ranchers. They use them for show or they use them for racing or whatever. And then you have livestock, which is used for food and used for work and, and whatever else. Um, so it was costing these farmers money and that's why it became such a big, like, they're like, what the fuck is going on? You know, I mean, dude, you lose five cows. It's a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what a cow goes for, but I would imagine at least 1200 bucks. Yeah. Somebody tell me. I'm very I, curious. I used to be able to know, tell you because I used to hang out at the stockyards, but uh, that's that was, man, probably like 14 years ago. <laughs> yeah. I mean, right now it says uh, monthly cattle prices averaged $107 in 2020. $107. No way. That seems low. For a cow. <laughs> Just curious. 550 pound steers, 145 to $130 per 100 weight. Oh. So that's the average price per 100 pounds is about 140 to 5 to $130. So if you got a twelve hundred pound animal, that's a three thousand dollars, twenty five hundred to three three grand. Yeah, damn, dude, you chalk that up to five five of them. That's no joke. So again, that's why a lot of these got the attention. Um, so one of these cases again that tries that is uh, kind of connecting alien to this cattle mutilations, animal mutilations. Uh, another case in Waco, Texas in 1980, a farmer was looking for his missing cow and he climbed up a small hill to, you know, survey the land and saw two creatures, four or five feet tall, wearing some kind of green, uh, tight fitted clothes. And when they turned towards him, not only did he see that they had these weird angled upward eyes that were really big and dark like uh like almonds but it was carrying a calf and remember these cow the cow he was missing uh, was pregnant um so what's funny though is he knew all about alien abductions so he immediately ran immediately ran back down the hill headed towards his vehicle went home um two days later decided to go back out and he found the hide of a calf no calf. And a short way away from that, a calf's backbone without the ribs. Disgusting. Yeah. Uh, another case of alien abduction connected to alien mutilations is was in May 1980 near Cimarron, New Mexico, when a mom and her six-year-old son saw two beings in a field beside a bawling cow plunging a long silver instrument into it. Um, again, she ended up going... Now, that's what she claimed she saw. Several years later, though, 1988, she went under hypnotic regression. 
So the story goes that they were driving home around 9 p.m. Or I'm sorry, expecting to get home around 9 p.m., but didn't get home until 1 a.m. Now, according to this hypnotic session that she was in, they were driving along when they saw a blinding light. Now, I think originally, I'm going to put this out there, she heard a bawling cow, okay? I believe there was a cow giving birth and that there were ranchers out there that were assisting the birth. Oh. And that her hypnotic regression changed it due to manipulation. Okay? Interesting. That's my belief. Yeah, That's okay. But let's go into it. So she sees the cow, but... They're driving along. She sees a blinding light. Now, that's where I believe that anytime they see a blinding light, I almost want to think that that's kind of where this hypnotist is implanting this memory. It's almost like a marker. Um, So they see the blinding light, fills the car. Then she sees the cow being worked on. Whereas before, she never saw blinding light, right? Yeah. But in this hypnotic regression. So she sees this cow. Um being worked on the cow is bawling she believes it's in pain and she realizes that or she thinks that this these beings are pulling this thing apart right and that they're cutting in some circular motion now a circular motion that could that could look like anything yeah right um using a wide silver tapered knife now i don't know what's involved in cattle birth well are you sure maybe are you sure if it was aliens or whatever, are you sure it was a knife? Are you sure it wasn't like a needle, like injecting them? Could have been. With something? Could have chemicals. been. Chemicals? Could have been. Could have been. Could have been farmers helping a, helping a cow. Yep. So then she realizes that they're captured by alien technology and they're being taken to the ship. Okay, her and her son. Inside the craft, these creatures strip off her clothes, uh, despite her trying to stop them. They start taking samples from her, including reproductive samples. uh, samples. They also had really big eyes, um, and she said they were like empty holes. She also said there were different types of creatures. Some were more repulsive. Some had evil eyes with no pupils. Blacked out, but with reddish color, reminded her of the devil. I'm, te- dude. I'm telling you, I bet this chick was deeply religious. So she's having all these weird things popping up, religious, alien. You know, um, another one of these alien creatures was dressed in white, had long fingers, with a round head, no hair, greenish color like jaundice. She said. Afterwards, she was taken to another place with several other different-looking alien creatures, all different kinds of sizes, different uniforms and patches, some wearing military boots. So that could be military. That could be government. Um, The room she was in had a sickly sweet smell with a large vat of liquid, and she could see the top of a bald head in it. She also claimed there were huge tongues, hearts, and other body, body parts in this tank and she the uh now the interesting thing about that is there's actually a lot of cases of people being abducted and seeing these weird vats of um 
liquid on ships and either containing body parts or containing humanoid creatures or clones. Weird. Yeah, super weird. Um, so now to touch on the underground base idea. In the book, Underground Bases and Tunnels, What is the Government Trying to Hide by Richard Sauter, he points out that the laser medical pack developed by the Phillips Laboratory at Kirkland Air Force Base in New Mexico has a very compact device that gives a field paramedic or physician a unique portable battery-operated laser that's completely self-contained and fits inside a pocket, can run for 20 minutes using two two 2-volt batteries for the laser and a 1-9-volt battery. Now, that's back in back before lithium batteries. Now imagine those things using lithium batteries now. Yeah. How long they would last. Oh. Take out the 2 volt batteries and the and the 9 volt battery. Yeah, no shit. It can cut like a scalpel and even coagulate bleeding and close wounds. Now combining that with you know mind altering drugs with Mind control techniques, dude, alien abduction all day long. Yeah. All day long. Uh, Throughout the 1970s, the same time of these cattle mutilations, monitoring programs under the EPA, Environmental Protection Agency, uh, was regularly testing cattle in the area to detect abnormal levels of radioactive isotopes. At the same time, around 40 families that live near nuclear test sites were being monitored or are still monitored twice a year for any signs of radiation poisoning. Some of the process includes having their bodies scanned by a whole body count uh, scanner deal. Um, again, another detail found in alien abductions. Um, they're usually in a small room in a reclining chair. The instruments that they use come down from the ceiling hovering over the individual. And some of these tests are even done without people's knowledge. So in the famous Antonio Villaboas case in 1957, we talked about this one, um, where he gets abducted, all this kind of crazy shit. I believe one of them, he, he uh, ended up having sex with one of the aliens. Recent information shows that the abduction was might have actually been him being subjected to chemicals that altered his sense of reality and forced him to mistake uh, government vehicles of government planes and helicopters for flying saucers. Okay. And that's a pretty famous case. Um, so, again, the question is, are black stealth helicopters transporting animals and people for experiments? therefore explaining what alien abductions are, that they're actually government, are similar techniques, you know, as what's being done to families and whatnot, being used in these alien abductions scenarios. Add that to the theories list. <laughs> then, you have the, then you have people potentially being sprayed, targeted and sprayed by mind-altering stuff. That would make it very, very easy. Then you've got them hallucinating. Therefore, why other people around them don't see what they see. Yeah. That would make it very easy. Is it that memories are being implanted? 
again, hypnotic regression involved in a lot of these, a lot of them. So does that mean that all alien abductions, all cattle mutilations are actually secret government projects? If we can explain it as being government technology, if we can explain it as being potential government technology that, you know, I mean, as what they're using on people, except more advanced, you could absolutely. But don't forget, either way, these cattle mutilations are real. These animal mutilations are real. They, they happen. They still happen. You know, we went over a lot of the older ones, a lot of the classic ones, you know, the 70s, of course, the 80s. You know, but we touched on 2019, 2018, 2010. So these things still happen. Um, it's very, very weird. Very, very weird. What do you make of that? What do you, what do you, what do you think? You lean in aliens, you lean in government, you just. That's one of those ones I don't know. I, I can't uh, really, I can't really say because there's some valid points for both maybe. Or what I would, I would take as valid points for both, but. I mean, that's something that we probably will never know. Yeah. And if we do, I mean, obviously, uh, I think we find out for sure it's really going to open eyes to what's really going on. Mm -hmm. You know, but as we've seen recently, there's been some crazy acknowledgments by the government that seem to just not be noticed. Like the Pentagon releasing those UFO videos and people just were kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> kind of crazy, man. I know. So so now I just, you know, even if we find out the truth, I really don't know, like, what that will mean. So very, very interesting. Yeah. But yeah. The best question of all, though, the greatest question of all is, what do you all think? Hmm? I want to know. If you got stories, you got experiences, you want to reach out. You want to talk to me? You want to tell me what you think about this episode about cattle mutilations and what's really going on? Or maybe you have some inside knowledge and you want to put me in my place. Do so. Email me. Uh, click that sh link in the show notes. The almighty one link to rule them all. That's all you got to do. Click on that. It leads to literally everything. Um, but click that link. Go let us know what you think of the show. Uh, on top of that, we are building a UFO no army potentially legion, uh, depending on the name. And if you want in, all you got to do is go and donate at patreon.com slash UFO podcast. It really, really is. Uh, we're going to be bringing some great things. I'm going to be implementing some other segments on Patreon only. So you definitely want in. We're going to start growing this thing. Uh, but for now, I want to do, of course, my segment that thanks all my peeps that support me. My OG supporter first Legion slash Army member is, of course, designer tinfoil hat wearing Aaron Rice. Thank you so much. I cannot thank you. The OG supporter, the person that's first donated on Patreon. Uh, the uh, Anyways, a whole bunch of whatever names you want to come up with. The Alpha. Uh, anyways, and then, of course... Casey Armadilla, first merch buyer and now member of the UFO No Army. Thank you so much. Michael Benavides, again, 
Born in Roswell, give me some stories, man, from your grandfather. I want to know this shit. I want to know what he knew. Uh, Michael Ralston, dude, thank you so much. Uh, I got a place for you on this show, buddy. I'm going to bring you on. I'm going to tell you what it is. Anyways, Michael Ralston, great guy. Um, helps us out at the shop. We always get have a great conversation. Love you. Uh, you, too, again, can be part of the U of Ono Army at Patreon.com. Uh, going to be releasing a whole bunch of new shit, new segments. Um, I'm going to hopefully be putting out some bonus episodes, um, some video content, all kinds of great stuff coming soon. All you got to do is get involved on Patreon. Any donation means the world to me. Uh, start out with a buck. That's all you got to do. One dollar. Um, but now, of course, for my general shout outs. Big thank yous from me. Tiger Shia, Ridiculous Patronus 1, uh, Your Scented Memoried, Gigi Holland, Casey Leesky, and uh, Bob Sowen. Dude, you comment all the time. Almost every episode I put on YouTube, he's like, let's fucking go. I love it. You know, like he's raring for this shit. Anyways, dude. Thank you so much, Bob. Uh, I mean it a lot. It means the world to me that you always uh, you always comment on that shit. So thank you. And of course, if you're watching on YouTube, preferably Rumble, but YouTube, uh, Rumble does a lot more for me. That's why I say that that I like they're already helping me monetarily, whereas YouTube is like go suck a dick. Um, so anyway, so uh, Rumble is really doing a lot more for the show for us. So if you can't go watch on Rumble, but either way, watch everywhere. Leave a comment anywhere you can reviews really help a lot anywhere you can um but anyways i want to hear from you and then of course my other shout outs thanks for the moon cheese uh anthony d graham in alaska dude alaska's hard place over there they've been telling me about the weather they've been having fucking nuts uh lenny f gonna be going fishing soon stay safe buddy always good friend and listener michelle davis thank you as well and then of course a big thank you to everyone who's bought merch you can tag ufo no podcast with a sweet ass gear help us build a fan or portfolio of fans because i really do i want to showcase you guys because hey you support me i want to give you the love showcase you to the world um so if you want to get a shout out let me know you listen to the show. Donate to the show. It's that simple. Join the uh, UFO No Army. Let's do some big things together. It's that simple. It's that simple, Ed. Pretty simple. Yeah. Ed, tell the people where they can find you. Uh, you guys can find me at Red Tide Studios on TikTok. TikTok. Yes. And pretty much anywhere you get podcasts for Life Talks with Edwin Everhart. And then soon, very soon, coming a new podcast. Yes. Yes. A new podcast. I know he's working on it. I saw his new art. Uh, it's it's great. It's beautiful. If you like mystery and you like strange things and weird <laughs> happenings, that's right. it's going to be for you. Cool, man. I'm excited for it. Uh, once again, get involved with us in the show. You will not regret it. We're going to be adding a bunch of great stuff. Again, it's super cheap, and it means the world to us. Love every single one of you. I can't say it enough. But that is it for us on this episode. Until next week, uh, remember, keep your eyes to the skies, and don't forget, watch out for the government. They're shysty bastards. 